could smell the money I was carrying in my bag, and then he lifted his cracked lip off his bamboo teeth and what passed for a smile in that line of work. I had about 30,000 Austrian shillings in that bag, which was a lot of money in Austria, but not such a lot when it was converted into real money. I didn't expect him to know that. In my experience, customs officials can do almost anything they want except be generous or forgiving when they catch sight of large quantities of currency. What's in the bag? he asked. Clothes, toiletries, some money. Would you mind showing me? No, I said, minding very much. I don't mind at all. I heaved the bag onto a trestle table and was just about to unbuckle it when a man hurried up the ship's gangway, shouting something in Spanish and then in German. It's all right. I'm sorry I'm late. There's no need for all this formality. There's been a misunderstanding. Your, your papers are quite in order. I know, because I prepared them myself. He said something else in Spanish about the three of us being important visitors from Germany, and immediately the attitude of the two officials changed. Both men came to attention. The immigration clerk, facing Eichmann, handed him back his passport, clicked his heels, and then gave Europe's most wanted man the Hitler salute with a loud Heil Hitler that everyone on deck must have heard. Eichmann turned several shades of red, and like a giant tortoise, shrank a little into the collar of the coat he was wearing, as if he wished he might disappear. Kuhlman and I laughed out loud, enjoying Eichmann's embarrassment and discomfort, as snatching back his passport, he stormed down the gangway and onto the quay. We were still laughing as we joined him in the back of a big black American car, with a sign displayed in the windscreen that read, Via Nord. I don't think that was in the least bit funny, said Eichmann. Sure you don't, I said. That's what makes it so funny. You should have seen your face, Ricardo, said Kuhlman. What on earth possessed him to say that, of all things? And to you, of all people? Kuhlman started to laugh again. Heil Hitler, indeed. I thought he made a pretty good job of it, I said, for an amateur. Our host, who had jumped into the driver's seat, now turned around to shake our hands. I'm sorry about that, he told Eichmann. Some of these officials are just pig ignorant. In fact, the word we have for pig and public official are the same, chanchos. We call them both chanchos. <laughs> I wouldn't be at all surprised if that idiot believes Hitler is still a German leader. God, I wish he was, murmured Eichmann, rolling his eyes into the roof of the car. How I wish he was. My name is Horst Fulner, said our host, but my friends in Argentina call me Carlos. Small world, I said. That's what my friends in Argentina call me. Both of them. Some people came down the gangway and peered inquisitively through the passenger window at Eichmann. Can we get away from here? He said. Please. Better do as he says, Carlos, I said, before someone recognizes Ricardo here and telephones David Ben-Gurion. You wouldn't joke about that if you were in my shoes said Eichmann. The soaps would stop at nothing to kill me. Fuldner started the car, and Eichmann relaxed visibly as we drove smoothly away. Since you mentioned the soaps, said Fuldner, it's worth discussing what to do if any of you is recognized. Nobody's going to recognize me, Kuhlman said. Besides, it's the Canadians who want me, not the Jews. All the same, said Fuldner. I'll say it anyway. After the Spanish and the Italians, the soaps are the country's largest ethnic group. 
Only we call them those Russos on account of the fact that most of the ones who are here came to get away from the Russian Tsar's pogrom. Which one? Eichmann asked. How do you mean? There were three pogroms, said Eichmann. One in 1821, one between 1881 and 1884, and a third that got started 1903, the Kishinev pogrom. Ricardo knows everything about Jews, I said, except how to be nice to them. Oh, I should think the most recent pogrom, said Foldner. <laughs> it figures, said Eichmann, ignoring me. The Kishinev was the worst. That's when most of them came to Argentina, I think. There are as many as a quarter of a million Jews here in Buenos Aires. They live in three main neighborhoods, which I advise you to steer clear of. Via Crespo, along Corrientes, Belgrano, and Once. If you think you are recognized, don't lose your head, don't make a scene, keep calm. Cops here are heavy-handed and none too bright.